Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Push-Pull Podcast, Stories of Human Migration, Season 3. I'm David Arnsbarger, AP World History teacher at James Clemens High School in Madison, Alabama, and today our guest is my favorite student, Emily Caldwell. Emily's going to tell us a story about her great-great-grandfather coming from Germany in around 1896. So, Emily, welcome to the podcast, and before we get started with your great-great-grandfather, Tell us, uh, how long have you lived here in North Alabama, and how long have you been in our school system here in Madison City Schools? I have lived here for almost four years, and that's when I started coming into the school system as well. Okay, and where did you move from? I moved from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay, so a little bit of your own little migration there. Yes. Okay, um, tell us about your great-great-grandfather. So, Reinhardt was born in Ottelhausen, a small village in Germany, uh, very southern, it's near the Rhine River, and um, since it was a small village, there's not many job opportunities, and he was a gardener or a landscaper. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was not good. It was a not good time economically in Germany because they had recently gone through a depression, and even though the rest of Germany was unified and was starting to become more industrialized and recover. The small village that he was in was not getting better economically, and he had heard that in America there was a chance for a better life. Sure. So, um, yeah, you, you hit on a lot of good things here. You hit on concept of industrialism too, because uh, in in that part of southern Germany, it was more rural, so there wasn't a lot of opportunity. Um, so those were some of the factors, and um, and he, what about did, how did he hear about anything here in the United States? Do you know anything about that? How he heard about jobs or anything, or what was he expecting to get when he got here? I did not hear about that, but he was the first in his family to go to immigrate, and the rest of his siblings all followed him. So he did not hear about it from his family, but they heard about it from him. And okay. when he was in America, he he was still a gardener, so he did not, like, get a better job. He was never educated, but his children were able to get, like, a lot better job opportunities. And my great-grandfather was in the Navy and worked in insurance, which okay. is a lot. All right. A lot so, yeah, there, gosh, there's a lot of things you hit on right there. Um, uh, I'm assuming he came through Ellis Island. Do you know? I'm assuming that as well because okay. Ellis Island opened in... 1892 and he came here in 1896. Okay, all right, very good. Um, and then, you know, the other thing that you mentioned was his siblings coming over after him. Uh, this is a concept that uh, historically will chain migration. Uh, one person from a family comes over, gets established, gets a job, sort of sets up, and then writes back, writes letters back, or nowadays call back, and people come on over and join him. So he had a couple siblings that joined him? Yes, he had nine siblings. Did they all did they all end up in the United States? I believe most of them did. Wow, that's an incredible story right there. Um, a lot a lot of uh, a lot of chain migration. Um, so when you talk about uh, leaving there, we talk about those push factors. Um, coming here, pull factors of opportunity, obviously. What, what do you know about uh, the other Germans coming over the years to the United States, the, the context of that migration pattern? 
Well, he did settle in Ohio, in Dayton, Ohio, and there was a lot of German neighborhoods there that my grandfather said that he lived in. So there was a lot of people, he met a lot of people, like his wife was from Germany, but they met in America. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of people who immigrated around the same time. Okay. Um, so we've had a, a, a lot of episodes here on Push-Pull Podcast. We've had a lot of people talk about um, ancestors coming from, from Germany. Uh, and so this is kind of part of that continued context of uh, people coming from Germany. And, and you mentioned that your your great-great-grandfather came from an area kind of along the Rhine River yes. right there. A lot of people have come from along the Rhine River. Uh, in fact, my Arnsparger ancestor came over in 1737 down the Rhine River because he was from not too far from there. So from the context of uh, migration from Germany, we've had a tremendous uh, amount of it. Um, and opportunities, the other is the other big thing right there too. So, um, and it sounds like he has made. It sounds like he made a, a good life for himself and his family. Yes. In Dayton. Um, uh, what else? Anything else that you have that you want to talk about there? Um, I found it interesting that when he sailed to America, he went to France first, and then he said he sailed from France. Okay. So came down, yeah, because a lot of times we think of you, you come down the Rhine River, you jump in a boat in Rotterdam or someplace and come over. Maybe he took a train to someplace in France. That's probably, that's something good. I'll have to look into that a little bit more. Um, yeah, where did you get all this information, Emily? I talked to my grandfather about it. Okay, so you talked to your grandfather and your ancestor is his grandfather. Yes. Okay, so... Um, was that a wonderful opportunity you had to talk about family history that you might not have without this project? Yes, it sparked a lot of conversation. Okay. He is. Um, he used to be a German teacher because he was inspired by his grandfather to like learn more about the culture. Okay. Well, very good. Yeah, that's a that's really a great story. Obviously, a unique story for you and your family, but a very American story. Um, we've heard lots of similar stories about this. A lot of people from Germany, but people from all over the world. Um, so, um, yeah, this was great. Uh, thank you very much for being here.